0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards. Hey, I've been doing several of these, a replay of a previous episode that I thought was great or helpful to me or meaningful to me. And some of you, some of you are thinking about turning this into a full time business or owning a card shop. And one of the guys that helped get me back into this whole deal of sports card collecting uh, was has been Keith Newhart. Keith and Brian at New Heart Cards just were an encouragement to me as uh, my son was getting interested in cards, helped me learn a ton cuz it was a lot getting back into the hobby after taking a couple decades off if you know what I'm saying. Dad's out there, mom's out there, all, you know, whoever you are. It's just common that, that we got a lot to learn and then and then the idea of actually turning this profitable. Keith and uh brian have got a great thing going there in delaware ohio so just north of columbus this episode i got to uh stop by and have a have a conversation learn a lot again from keith and uh, i'm sure you will enjoy his stories his perspective his experience and learn a lot as well so that's why i wanted to play this one again for you so enjoy the replay of from collector to card shop owner with keith from new heart cards Here's Van Vleet finds OG. Doubled in the corner. Trent Jr. Corner three. Rack it up. To down from Winnipeg. That's a high roller, dog. What's up, everybody? I am here driving on my way home from Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Yes, another Cavaliers game. They played the Zionless. And the Brandon Ingram list Pelicans. And uh I, I will say it was was one of the ugliest first halves of basketball I have seen in the NBA. So, but it was a blast being there again. Awesome seats, love uh, being in downtown Cleveland and and really got some great pictures to post for you on our Instagram at hoops and cards. But today's episode, and I've been waiting for this, a chance to sit down with card collector, investor, card shop owners extraordinaire, Keith and Brian from Newhart Cards in Delaware, Ohio. They're part of my story, part of how I got back into this, started to figure stuff out. It's great to have places like Newhart Cards or your favorite shop where you can hang out, you can talk about the sports world, you can get advice and maybe even dream about your future as a collector and investor. So let's get after it. Yeah, so I um, got to see just a whole different version of the NBA with uh, some players who don't don't usually get much court time. Brandon Goodwin for the Cavaliers had 20 points, and he was the guy they interviewed on the at center court after the game. So really uh, interesting. Uh, I, you know, I'm the guy who talks about Darius Garland so much, and he didn't play tonight. Uh, back soreness. The guys I was with for the game, we we're like, we all deal with back soreness. Darius, come on. Had a great night against the Pistons last night. I wanted to see him do it again tonight, but it was still fun being around the NBA and, and in fact, uh, talking to one of my just awesome longtime friends, Dave. Shout out, Dave. You know who you are out there on the road back to your house right now, Dave. And I were talking, I told him the story of how this whole thing started, hoops and cards, and some of it, you know, is tied to my own journey as collector and investor. Thank you guys, you listeners. Um, you know, I love the feedback conversation over not just the United States, but the globe. And uh yeah, we have we have a lot in common in this in this tribe and in this game, this fun, this pursuit. Collecting and investing in basketball cards. You know, I just got a message from one of you that's like, "Hey, I got this Devin Vassell auto, and I don't even know it's Vassell because of Sam Cassell, but Devin Vassell auto." And I'm getting after the Keldon Johnson. And I'm like, "That's my guy, man. That's my tribe." When if you if you're like scheming up ways to get rookie autos of San Antonio Spurs in the in the you know beginning of February, you you are my friend, right? This is a place where we love talking about our card stories, and uh, you know things we're we're learning, things we're trying to do. And and uh, I remember, yeah, probably eight years ago when I every once in a while would stop into this this card shop in downtown where we lived, Delaware, Ohio, New Heart Cards, in a pretty visible part. Sports. Media and- it a lot um, to to have the chance to talk to Keith Newhart and Brian Rideout. Keith and Brian from Newhart Cards. Oh, you guys learned so much from you, and I still do. And so I'm excited to sit down with you today, sit down with those guys, and uh, allow our hoops and cards, uh, all of you listening, right, this is a chance to learn from two guys who have been collectors and investors for a long, long time you know they they didn't get in just because there was a market jump and everybody said buy cards because Gary V said buy cards and and they're all going up and up and you know you no, that these are guys that have been collecting for decades and buying and selling and, and enjoying this as a business that can be profitable entertaining but it's it takes some patience and it takes a lot of learning and so I'm excited I think I've said I'm excited like five times. I'm pumped up, baby, to talk to Keith and Brian and uh, pick their brains on some things that I know uh, helped me and I know they'll help you. Maybe you're thinking about starting your own business someday or starting your own card shop or launching out and doing card shows. There's some things that, from a businessman's perspective and a, and a long-time uh, card show owner perspective, that I think these will these will definitely help you, these conversations with uh, two guys I trust. So, I am excited to. There I did it again. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's a blast, really, to uh, to get the chance to go back and really part of my journey uh, with two guys that that helped me get back into this. So, I suppose I'll tell you more about the Cavs game and my conversation with Dave later, because I'm like Dave, you know, here's here's how this whole podcast thing got started, and I got back into cart. Like I told the whole story. Well, New Heart Cards is a big part of it. All right, everybody. It's the episode that I've been waiting for for like almost a year, right? Um, Welcome to Keith from New Heart Cards, part of the uh, the card show. So glad you're with us today at Hoops and
1: Cards. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, man. Um, You and New Heart Cards and this shop, I've mentioned to you guys several times on the show how, like I'm one of those that... I've always loved sports. Mm-hmm, I, right. I was into cards as a kid,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Oh, and yeah, then absolutely. when I turned, I don't know, mid-30s, and there's this awesome card shop in town here. <laughs> so we're, we're in right. Delaware, Ohio, right? And uh, Keith, your story with New Heart Cards. I would love to hear, first of all, like, how did you fall in love with sure. sports cards in general? And right. then we'll get to like then making it a business that actually like, makes money.
1: Absolutely. No, I uh, started collecting when I was seven years old in the 70s. And just always kind of loved doing it. That was actually my first um, kind of business, uh, you know, orientation, I guess. I set up at my first show when I was 14. Nice. And um, just kind of went from there. And then a buddy and I, I actually opened a shop when I was in high school. Um, that lasted a, a year and a half or so. I went away to college. Really kind of got out of cards, you know, kind of did the college thing and mm-hmm. played baseball in college. And that took up a lot of time. And graduated got a real job at a bank and did that for years but always kind of tinkered with cards you know bought mm-hmm. collections and then you know resold some stuff and then uh, one day my wife and I were walking around downtown and we just my mother had just passed away so when that kind of stuff happens mm-hmm. you kind of you know reevaluate I'm like you know I'm not really that happy doing a bank job my wife's like, why don't you open a card shop? And this was 2010. So really it hadn't exploded. It was just something fun. I thought, sure, I'll try it. So we opened the Christmas of 2010 and still going strong 11 years later. So awesome! uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun ride.
0: Awesome. And so your first, was that shop downtown in Delaware, your first spot? It was, yeah. We were in downtown
1: Delaware, which we loved, you know, give you an idea there's probably 30,000 people in Delaware but downtown Delaware there's you know a lot of really really fun restaurants and breweries and and so we love being downtown Um, we just outgrew it Mm -hmm. Um, they're all old buildings with old basements and and old basements and baseball cards don't really get along so uh, (laughs) right yeah so that was our first you know so we were there seven years Wow, and we've been in our new location. I guess it's not new anymore, but for over four years now. Okay, so um, yeah, so just just a good experience overall.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, I I remember, yeah, walking around downtown after a lunch meeting mm-hmm. in Delaware. Like you said, Keith is a it is. it's a great small town. It is. And it's actually a medium sized town. Yeah, now. it is now. Right? There's there's a yeah. lot of little shops, mm-hmm. and then I see this New Heart right? sports cards mm-hmm. and come in, and I'm like. I'm blown away as the first time I had seen cards with autographs on the card
1: absolutely right. not
0: one that I took to a game and hoped right. that George Brett would right. sign yep. like actual cards autographed and jersey patches oh, and sure. all the, yes. the numbered cards like mm-hmm. it was it was 2014 and I was just like sports fan right but seeing your your energy and just the, oh, yeah. the environment mm-hmm. when, when guys would drop in or families would For come sure. in yes. kids would come in oh, yeah and they'd like buy right. a box and rip it right mm-hmm. there <laughs>
1: It was, it was, and again, at, at that time, you know, cards hadn't really exploded yet, so you could buy a box for $120, you know, yeah. and and it's not what it is now, so yeah, it was fairly affordable for everyone, and and it was, yeah, I mean, it brought in families, and we, again, we loved being downtown, so, yeah, uh, yeah, fun experience.
0: Why did you decide for sure uh-huh. to have a brick and mortar store, because you could just right. be one of those weekend warriors that sets up at... at Shows and travels.
1: Absolutely. I think I am a... Again, I worked for uh, Huntington Bank, which is a pretty good-sized regional bank. I did stocks and bonds, you know, investments. So I've always been in that buying and selling um, kind of mode my whole life. Uh Uh, I'm also the kind of guy that I needed um, if I was going to switch careers. I couldn't do it from home. I just know I did not have the 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 work ethic to where I get up in the morning and just start hustling. So yep. I needed somewhere to go where I could get up, go in the morning, get dressed and and have a have an outside business. So Okay. And not um, far from home, right? It's, yeah, five minute drive. Okay. So nice. really, really nice. And and at the time my kids were small, so they went to school right around the shop. So after school they could walk to the shop and I you know, they could hang out for an hour or so before practice or before you know, my wife could pick them up, or I could take them home. So, okay. um, yeah. So it it is. I needed again. I needed that outlet. I needed somewhere to go, um, to uh, you know, to kind of jumpstart the business. Feels like you're
0: going to work. Absolutely. And it's a, okay. Yeah, at the sure. office.
1: Absolutely. So here's
0: yes. a question. Like some of you listeners, hoops and cards. Some of you guys have started your own business. You've started your own brick and mortar store. One of the reasons I like excited Keith mm-hmm. to get some time with you is to say. When you were in that space, you were just starting out. Yes. What were some of your main concerns? Like, because you're yeah. you're thinking like a businessman too. Right. It's not just sports oh, fan and absolutely card collector. It's like, right. okay, this this stuff needs to happen.
1: Uh, it was like I said, it was a completely different game then. So I would open the doors, and you know, you'd, you'd be lucky. <laughs> for two or three people to come in. So literally a lot of months, um, you know, I always try to keep my personal finances and my business finances completely separate, you know? So, um, so I, you know, some days on the 28th or the 29th of the month, I didn't have rent yet for the shop, you know? And so you're always scrambling. Again, the good thing is, is you have eBay and you have, you know, Facebook was... You know, it was a thing, but not really in the card industry yet. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I could add 10 more cards to eBay or I could run some auctions just to make sure that I hit that, you know, every month, um, you know, to be able to pay the rent and then get product on the shelves or buy collections that walked in. You know, you never know what's going to walk in. You never want a deal to walk in the door and not have the money to pay for it. Yeah. You know, so, but, and at the time, again, this is 2010 or 11 or 12, you know, a, a big deal that would walk in the shop then would be eight hundred dollars you know okay. <laughs> now i mean it's not uncommon for somebody to walk in with a thirty or forty thousand dollar deal without calling you without messaging <laughs> you you know so it's it the game has changed so much every, day's every day is an adventure you never know what's going to walk in so and well, that's what i love about it because it's just you know every day is something completely new and that's why yeah. i loved being in the stock market game because it was the same thing every day every hour was completely different from the last yeah. so just a just a just a you know, great business to, to
0: so be. you guys at hoops and cards if you were to come here like physically I, and I encourage you to come if you're in this area come to new Heart cards. In Delaware, it's off of 3637 mm-hmm. as you're heading uh, west into Delaware. But there is a sign on the front or a slogan: mm-hmm. "Always buying." Yes, that's uh, that. I remember that, mm-hmm. and I wonder, like, right. how how early in launching New Heart Cards was right. "Always buying" a theme for you, and then why? Like, why did you? It's go there?
1: interesting because again, at the time, and even currently now, there are shops not only in the area but around that you have to make an appointment at or that you have to, Mm. or they only buy certain things. Hey, I only want to buy stuff from the 50s or 60s or or whatever. So I'm like, you know, I have an outlet for just about anything. So it became always buying, and Mm. we would always, you know, people would come in, hey, will you trade? Well, sure, I'll trade you hundreds, and then you can trade me back for product if you want to. So we were always the, I will pay cash for your deal, and then if you want to buy something in the shop, great. If you don't. Take your money and and do something else. So mm-hmm. it, early on, again, having a shop is a great uh, great way to buy product as well because we see a lot of deals walk in on a daily basis. So, one just did like yep, twenty minutes yep, ago. Just, just a few minutes <laughs> ago, yep. and we had you know we, we that one it, a person has uh, sold us stuff before. So mm-hmm. obviously he said, "Hey, I'm going to come down," but you never know if it's going to be four hundred dollars or you know four thousand dollars. So. Yeah. Uh, that's again, that's the exciting part of the business is you never know what's going to walk in the front door. So that's cool. Well,
0: one of the things I love about getting conversations with guys like you, Mm -hmm. and there's not many guys like you, you're doing, you're crushing Uh, it. Well, thank you. Doing a great job. Mm Um, that, that you come into your shop and Mm -hmm. you, you instantly feel like you're in the club. Like you you do a great job making people feel Mm -hmm. welcome. And it's like, um, when I would walk in from downtown sure. Delaware mm-hmm. and I had a role where like I knew a lot of people in the community, right. mm-hmm. but I could come in here and just be a guy, yes, exactly. just be a sports oh, yeah. fan. We mm-hmm. could we could shoot the breeze. Right. Uh, right. And what happened was, guys, when I when I like saw the wall of wax mm-hmm. and your your calendar that you would put like, right. here's oh, when yeah. all this comes yes. out. Yep. Being a Browns fan, I had to bite the bullet and I bought some uh, 2014 right. football. I was into right. Inception mm-hmm. right. and I remember buying a yep. box of uh, score like yep. the cheapest brand for my That's son. Right. And he pulls a Johnny Manziel mm-hmm. autograph rookie out of it. Yes, that's <laughs> That right. we, you know, that it was just like, what oh, are yeah, the odds, right? right? Mm-hmm. And then he sold it on eBay for a hundred right. bucks. Right. Just like that. Yes. And I mm-hmm. started to think, wait a minute, this... Oh, yeah. It's, I know it's... it was a lucky box. Mm-hmm. I know that right. doesn't happen with every... <laughs> it does
1: not. It does not, for sure. Yeah. So. But but yeah. for
0: you, like you mentioned when you're talking about your story and uh-huh. starting a, right. a, a, a store. Yes. This was all like... Beginning before things took off, yes. when you referred to that, right? Maybe there's several moments where you're like, "Oh, this is I don't know how to keep up with this, but That's it's correct. exciting. It is profitable. Yeah.
1: It really changed. You know, uh, I would say you know in the first beginning days, let's just say a product like Bowman baseball, which is a really popular product. Um, we would pay from the distributor $47 a box, and we would sell it for 60 So there really wasn't money in an unopened product at the time. Mm-hmm. It was all, hey, we have to make our margins buying collections. And again, that started the always buying. We would yeah. make so much more from buying collections, splitting it up, and, and doing that. So um, so there was no money in unopened product. That started around 2017 or 2018 Okay, when you know, again, you would, you would buy product and it would just go up automatically. So that's when a lot of, that's when breaking started because, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the breakers could get in and, and pay a hundred dollars a box and break it for $400 a box. So everybody was coming in and that's when the hobby really, really took off. Mm. Um, and
0: everybody's got a YouTube channel. Everybody's and got a own... YouTube
1: channel and everyone's providing content and, mm-hmm. and doing all that stuff. So we've stayed pretty true to ourselves as in we're kind of that, we're a card shop. You know, yeah. I buy cards, I sell cards. I'm not going to film you when you walk in doing a deal. Um, you know, we've, we've stayed pretty, pretty, pretty good with what we wanted to do originally. So, that's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So, um, but yeah, it's a... It's been a crazy experience. And then COVID, you know, a couple of years yeah. ago and, and, you know, we had to technically shut our doors down, but it really, the, the hobby exploded, just the <laughs> right. opposite. You know, what my wife and I had conversations where it was like, all right, you know, what are you going to do? Are we going to start selling on eBay? And then all of a sudden it was, all right, our do- doors were locked because we had to, and in the back door. We started getting knocks hmm. in the shop, like hmm. I've never seen you before. It's like, Oh, do you, do you have a box of, uh, you know, the newest football? Well, sure. Come on in. And it was just like, Oh, something's going on here. Yeah. And it was, once we opened the doors back, it was just an explosion in the hobby, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, Panini and Upper Deck and Tops kind of slowed their production, so it was hard to get product. So when you got it in, it was gone within 15 minutes. And then you'd reorder, yeah. and it was gone within 15 minutes. And people were digging their collections out of their basement because they couldn't go to the casino, right. you know, or they couldn't right. do whatever. They couldn't go to the bar. Or they couldn't, couldn't play whatever. fantasy football. It, it, yeah, couldn't so go to the... everything was shut down, so everyone got their cards out. And it just, uh, yeah, it was kind of a reverse what I thought was going to happen. I yeah. thought oh you know business is going to be slowed down because you know restaurants were struggling and everywhere else was struggling but this business just uh yeah kind of awesome. went to the moon yeah This is all you should be concentrating on right now He's made back to that threes
0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's episode about from collector to card shop owner. I love this chance to interview Keith Newhart. Thank you to all of you who listen regularly to Hoops and Cards. I would love to have you join Hoops Plus. That is our supporter level or member level platform where you can get more podcasts each month a chance to win prizes, and also be a just a supporter of the Hoops and Cards movement. So if you like what you're hearing now, you would get more of that. Just go to anchor.fm forward slash hoopsandcards forward slash subscribe or look at the show notes and you'll see that opportunity to jump in on our growing community of Hoops Plus members. Love to have you be a part of it. The thing I would I would be curious, Keith, is... What advice would you give to someone who is maybe they're where you were at sure 10 or 12 yeah. years ago mm-hmm. you're thinking of starting this right um, what are some things where you'd be like look unless you can do this or mm-hmm. unless you're ready for right. this Yeah,
1: you have to have, have a solid capital back you have to have money yeah you can't you can't try to do this with with you know five thousand dollars which it's a lot of money right but the everything is so expensive in this industry now. Uh, you know, you can't touch a LeBron autograph for under two or three thousand. A Jordan autograph for four or five thousand. Mm-hmm. So you need capital, or at least access to capital, to really kind of get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to start a shop, again, really, really difficult because um, it's hard to get allocations. So you have to, um, you have to uh, spend money to get to get money. Um, so yeah, so so allocations are the hard thing. So when you open a shop, you get allocated product by how much you've spent over the last
0: from year. From Panini. Panini per or se. Tops
1: or the distrib- you know, the distributors. Gotcha. Um, so if you just open the doors and you call your distributor, they're just gonna say sorry. You yeah. know. We we can't give you any product. Do they even have a waiting list anymore? I mean, it's, no, they don't. It's they don't be. take most of the actual distributors don't even take new customers yeah. anymore. So, wow. um, so you know, you can open an account with them and you can buy product at the going rate, but you know, again, your margins are very very slim. So where mm-hmm. people are getting you know, uh, cases and cases of stuff because they've been around a long time, the margins are huge. Mm-hmm. So there's still a lot of money in that. Um, But yeah, you're, you really need capital and, and time, you know, just, I mean, I've been doing this 11 years, I still work six days a week, Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, work, for, uh, I work ten hours a day, basically. So you still
0: love it? I do. I. You can say absolutely. it. Like we, we will yes. respect you either uh, way, Keith. No,
1: I, I, <laughs> I would I understand because it, yes. like it, it is hard work. It is. It is hard work, and it's funny because you're like, oh, you know, my wife's a pharmacist. Her her hard work, different from my hard work. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, um, but it is. It is. You know. It's it's every day. You have to come in. You have to grind. Uh, you have to buy collections. You have to. You know, post on social media to make sure people still know you're out there. Yeah, but yeah I wouldn't change this for anything. Yeah, it's yeah. been a great experience.
0: You know, so, another thing, along with your, your love for sports, uh-huh. your business right. sense, your willingness to take some risks right. and invest some capital up mm-hmm. front, yes. you're also um, you're good with people with different mm-hmm. personalities and coming yes. from different backgrounds you because you, you get, you know, a deal walks in off the street, but someone can come in um, – thinking they've got a lot or thinking yes. that you're mm-hmm. going to you're going right. to do certain things that oh, yeah. you right. know and and you have to kind of be versatile
1: we do and you <laughs> have to be honest that's the yeah you know it's funny i always tell people go go look at our google reviews and we have a lot of really bad reviews mm. and, and the reason is is because we're always buying but that doesn't yeah. mean you can bring your you know stuff in and i'm always honest i will say listen this isn't worth anything. Go sell it on Facebook marketplace. If you have a garage sale, put it out. Sure. And then we'll get yeah. the nasty review, you know, that all, oh, you know, I have a thousand dollars worth of cards and they didn't want it. Well, don't you think if it was a thousand dollars worth of cards that I would try to buy it.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it, it is, you have to, everyone walks in, has a different personality, a different background. You know, mm-hmm. we'll have, um, you know, moms walk in and you have to walk them through the process or dads walk in that don't, know anything mm-hmm. about sports mm-hmm. so you every person you have to you know take the time to kind of get an idea of what they're trying to do how much they want to spend yeah and yeah it's it's if you don't like people this is not the business for you yeah it just, it just did you doesn't. guys hear that if, <laughs> if you don't like people <laughs> uh-huh. seriously because right. yeah. all
0: sorts yeah yeah and and the thing that um you whether you designed or wanted to do this or mm-hmm. not you wind up uh Coaching people yes. with oh, questions yeah. they have, mm-hmm. like I, that's right. one of the reasons I like. Yeah, uh, I remember the just feeling like you would be honest with me, and you would yes. tell me like, right. "Don't buy that," right. or "Don't buy this," yes. or yeah. like, "If you buy that, mm-hmm. hey, you're not going to get a Manziel right. auto every time." Correct. In fact, yeah. very few. You know, mm-hmm. there's only one case yes. hit. <laughs> right.
1: Oh, exactly. <laughs> I
0: learned so much yes. about the hobby coming back to it from our conversations and. From just sitting and and listening mm-hmm. to you and Brian and the way right. you guys interact oh, yeah. with people, yeah, that's been—I mean, that's been—I don't know—super helpful for me right. in this stage mm-hmm. of like saying I want well, to pick sure. this back up again. Right, uh, I know so much more because of you guys and the environment that you've yes. had. Like,
1: yeah, it's it's a lot of people say that this is like a barber shop. Yeah, you know, you can come in and we can talk about anything. You know, it's it's we'll talk about politics, we'll talk about sports, we'll talk about you know, COVID, we'll talk about just about anything. There are no limits on what we won't talk about. So um, again, you have to know your audience and know what you're talking about and and that sort of thing. But yeah, there's not a, not a uh, subject we probably haven't talked about here. So, and it's, you learn a lot if you listen to people. Yeah.
0: The barbershop thing is a good comparison Mm -hmm. and like local barbershop, Mm -hmm. you have a lot of regulars here we do that you know and it's it's sort of like uh relationships and you can't just Mm -hmm. be thinking right one deal or one question this Mm -hmm. this might be a long-term buyer or might be a long-term
1: absolutely you know opportunity even yeah it's i mean we treat everyone like they've been here you know all the time so um it's it's you know we text people if they're sick or happy birthday Uh or merry christmas or you know all that so it it is a it's a huge family, I guess, so if, if you come in the door, hopefully we can make it feel like you've been here before, um, not that it's your first time, you yeah. know, so... Uh,
0: well, I left and was gone for four years, and right. hearing back, exactly. I feel like I'm, I'm at home. Yes, yeah. Um, a lot of us that are in the hobbies, you know, we don't have the, I want to start a, a store, sure. you know, or a business, uh-huh. maybe right. we're just, like, trying to... Right. Not lose money yes. <laughs> and enjoy this. Right. Yep. When the last the last uh-huh. year mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask your like market opinion, sure. Keith. Like mm-hmm. right. We you've been at this for how many years have you been in uh, cards? Period? I mean,
1: I've I've had the shop for eleven years, but I was set up my first, you know, card in show nineteen eighty seven, you know. Okay. So yeah, long time I've been in and around it.
0: Okay, so if you're a listener right now and you just started into this mm-hmm. in the last two and a half years uh, there's there's going to be an opportunity like a lot of people have already left they've been yes. like this uh-huh. oh i bought zion's right. yes. now they're worth nothing right. this is crap i'm yep. out mm-hmm. you know but uh, hey what what got you into this in the first place do you love do you love sports do you exactly. enjoy this as a mm-hmm. hobby are there long term yep. things worth sustaining And cuz you've seen the hobby go up and oh, down yeah. and up Absolutely. and down right. you've seen hey the, there's the internet like mm-hmm.
1: right <laughs> there's That's the, the housing market crash yes. like there's... Oh, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> what advice would you give to us yeah. who are like right now uh, hey, I've got these. I said, Zion's like right, the right, market. Yep. The market's down,
1: uh-huh.
0: but I got to see past right now. I you can't do. bail right now.
1: We always say, buy what you like. Yeah. You know, if you've never watched a soccer match before, why are you buying soccer? Just because it's the new in thing, or Formula One? That's the big one now. Mm-hmm. You know, Formula One prices are exploding. I don't know anyone who watches Formula One. I really don't. You know, uh, but but because. They see some YouTuber opening boxes or, you know, watching somebody online open boxes. They think they need to. Well, why? All you do is watch basketball. Why? You know, and buy what you like, buy what you understand. It's kind of like the old Warren Buffett thing. Hmm. Warren Buffett doesn't own stock that he doesn't understand. He owns McDonald's and, you know, and, and bank stocks and that kind of thing. Yeah, so if you're yeah. buying it for an investment, buy what you know, buy what you watch, don't you know, don't baseball prospect if you hate watching baseball. Right. Um, you mm-hmm. know, if you watch the NBA, like, you know, buy who you like. Ah, John Moran, I think he's going to be a great player for 20 years. We'll buy his stuff. If you think Zion's going to come back, it's a great time to buy him. If you it's think true. he is going to, you know, come back healthy and, and go to the Knicks or whatever he's going to do, um, it's a great time to get into his stuff at 20%. Of yeah. where they were a year ago or a year yeah. and a half ago. So, yeah, stick st- stick with what you, even when we buy stuff, um, there you know, I, I don't know much about soccer. I don't much know much about formula. I'm sure I can pull up eBay and I can tell you what they sell for. But yeah. to know the actual market itself, I don't watch that day in and day out. Like I do football, basketball, um, you know, and some of the other stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, just just buy what you like, buy what you watch, buy what you'll pay attention to. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, the best guy, other than LeBron, in the last month has been who? Stanley Johnson. Yeah. And for y'all to be bringing a guy who was on the street, and he becomes your second best player, and the, the general, whoever running that trash out there, getting away, uh, it's ridiculous, man.
0: So as we wrap up today's episode, everybody, I want you to know I've got more uh, footage, more coverage of these conversations. I've got Brian Wrightout from New Heart Cards, New Heart Cards, <laughs> part of a uh, one of our next episodes, guys. The interview, just the conversation and the stories from other collectors and investors helps me, gives me ideas. I learn from them. They've been doing it a lot longer than than I have, and and than a lot of us, you guys as listeners, have. So I appreciate Keith giving us his time. And uh, chance really, if you're thinking of taking that next step and making a business out of it, it is doable, right? It is it is fun, but it's going to take some hard work. It's going to take some learning from uh, people that have done it and some networking. So I encourage you to reach out to these guys or to others that you know that uh, that are further along. It's not a the, the hobby's big enough that we don't have to compete uh, for space or dollars or time or whatever. Like learn from each other, share the resources, and uh, yeah. So we've got more of that coming up on upcoming episodes of uh, Hoops and Cards. Uh, so we'll wrap up this episode. And, and, you know, just as you've been listening these last 30 minutes, I'm sure Gary Trent Jr. has hit at least three more three-pointers. That dude, oh my. Yeah. Well, Keith, thank you so much for Absolutely. getting Thanks together for with us me. at Hoops and Cards. Yeah. Love what you do. Grateful yeah. for your friendship and yes. your encouragement. Well, thank you. I think that was the best thing. You guys find... Uh, A place, whether it's a card shop or card show, Mm -hmm. find people that are like that's been fun, like finding your tribe. I've met a lot of good friends up in Canton around the Hartville show. Mm -hmm. We know we know some mutual friends up there. Yes, we do. Um, But but that's been part of the fun, and I learned so much just Mm -hmm. from these conversations. I feel like sometimes when I leave your your shop, like I should be paying him, you know, per hour exactly as my professor in (laughs) sports cards. Get your couch Um, out. Yeah. lay down. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's right. right. As my mm-hmm. therapist. Yes, as your therapist. When right. that box doesn't have a good auto yes, in it.
1: exactly. It's a great idea. Yeah. You know, put a couch hey, out there. I could there. do that. Right. <laughs> I care about people. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, thank you so much. Any Absolutely. other parting advice for hoops and cards collectors? I, I would
1: say go for it. You know, there's never a great time to do anything. So just, you know, dip your toe in. Have some fun with it. It's a great hobby. It's a great... Way to little side hustle. So it's yeah. it's uh, you know just just put your toe in. I think you'll I think you'll it, it's something you can do until your final days. You know, yeah. is collect sports cards. So um, yeah, put your toe in. It's it's a lot of fun. Awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. I yeah. I love it and thank you for Absolutely. helping me take that yep. that step.
1: Thanks for having us. Awesome. All right. Behind the back From Marantz to Williams. You and me going have a choice. See we're born with a killer instinct that you can't just turn off and on
0: like some some radio.